Joe, the main reason I brought you in here, I suppose, apart from helping out, you know, in your new uh, broadcasting career here Thank as you. a presenter on uh, Scarface <laughs> Community Radio. <clears throat> so we'll see about that anyway. To talk about camper vanning, I suppose. Yes. Yourself and Nikki have been at it for? Well, we've actually been at it for over 40 years. Really? Um, but uh, so in the olden days, we had uh, um, a very kind of, um, shall I say, basic camper van. There wasn't anything like toilets and so on in those days. Uh, you went out into the wild areas. Uh, we were living over in the UK at the time, and we'd go up into Scotland or wherever. You brought a trial with you, and uh, you <laughs> That's know, I was going to bring yeah, it up because um, that was the essential piece of equipment. That was the essential piece of equipment. Um, yes, but uh, uh, and then we took a break from it for a while, and um, we came back to it about oh, I don't know, maybe ten or twelve years ago, and um, we bought another camper van, uh, our first camper van since we moved back over here to East Clare and uh, we've had vans since then and uh, every year we spend several weeks touring around various places in our van so um, yeah it's a great way of uh, even even just you know I don't know going off to um, Galway or whatever and we would have done that in the past you know for a night out you can just kind of climb into bed or uh, uh, after your your evening out and uh, get up in the morning refreshed and ready to, to head off. Modern camper vans have all facilities are pretty well in They do, yes. Uh, our latest camper van, now we've had this for about four years, um, it has, and, and the previous two before that, they've got a um, shower room, they've got a fridge, a microwave, a full-size cooker, heating um so you are very cozy and very well looked after full toilet facilities the whole lot um so you're you're basically self-sufficient um and uh you can head off for days at a time without having to rely on any other facilities um or need to be connected up to anything uh the van we've got at the moment you can plug it into the mains if you want to use that but it has batteries in it as well so you can run on battery power um for your fridge and your uh other internal lighting and so on and are the batteries charged as you drive batteries are both well in, in this van they're charged when you drive but we yeah. also have a solar panel on the roof so oh, they really? can recharge yeah. uh, if there's a bit of daylight out there you the batteries will pick up charge so yeah um, batteries will last depends on on what you use them for we don't bother to watch television or um, use heavy juice like that uh, um when we're in the van, we tend to kind of take books with us and look at nature and so on. But, uh, yeah, so we can uh, very well manage on what they call the the domestic bank of battery. It's just a single battery, a uh, um, bit like a tractor battery, and that'll last for several hours. And since COVID, of course, I think they, uh, I suppose, camper vans have got more popular here in this country, haven't they? They have, yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's gone quite wild. There's a, a camper van place over near Bird Hill, and I was talking to them the other day, uh, just remarking the fact that they don't seem to have any camper vans anymore. And he said, we just can't get hold of them. Really? He said, since COVID, uh, they would have for years had uh, a stock of 20 vans secondhand and new permanently yeah. now they've got two or three because they just can't get them people want to buy them they're not selling them they can't import them fast enough for the for the market so uh, so it has become incredibly popular 
And of course, it has been popular for many, many years on the continent, France and Spain. And do you yes. want to describe some of your well um, journeys? Um, for years, we when we li- lived in the UK, we just travelled around England, Scotland, Wales, uh, and, and in our van. But uh, since uh, I retired a few years ago, we've started uh, exploring the continent and. It is just phenomenal, the level of facilities and the number of vans that you see in France and Spain are the two countries that we have visited quite a lot. Um, In France particularly, every small village in town has... Like Mount or Scarif. Like little places like Mount or Scarif. They would have parking for three, four camper vans. Designated. Designated. uh, And they might have uh, facilities such as electricity, but they will certainly have uh, uh, facilities for entering, emptying your, what they call the toilet cassette, and uh, and, and filling up with water. Um, And you're only allowed to spend 24 hours in these places. But it's seen as a way of attracting um, visitors to areas that maybe don't get as many visitors as they might otherwise get. Um, And it's a wonderful way of actually exploring a country. You can drive around these small little villages. You don't need to go to major resorts or major towns and cities. You can go to small little villages and you can pull up for the night, get out. And it brings trade, it brings money, it brings custom into those villages. Do you Uh, pay a fee for most of those stops? In France and Spain, you can pay sometimes, well, sometimes they're free. Yeah. And sometimes you're paying somewhere between five and ten or maybe up to 12 euros a night. A nominal for your, sum, really. A nominal sum. Yeah. Uh, what does that do? I mean, we, we will go and visit villages. We've just come back uh, a few weeks ago from seven weeks touring around Spain. And we went to villages and towns that we wouldn't normally have, have uh, visited if we had just flown in on, on, a, on a flight. Um, we spent money. We would at least have bought uh, um, foods and various other things in shops. But uh, very often we would go out and we would eat in restaurants or um, even just have some tapas in a tapas bar or whatever. But we, the thing was that everywhere we stopped, we spent money. And other people who were alongside us from various countries, they were doing exactly the same thing. They were going to these villages and they were spending money. And it's a shame that, that um, I mean, it's beginning to now happen in Ireland. Uh, there are places where you can stop over. I mean, the the nearest here, I'm, uh, I'm not talking about campsites because those exist in France and in Spain and all over the world as well. But uh, local communities putting on these facilities for camper van owners uh, attract people to their village, their, their, their area. Um, the nearest one to us, uh, I suppose, that's notable will be in Portumna, um, the Forest Park, where I the, uh, uh, the harbour's there. Um, when the renovations were happening some years ago, it used to be a place where camper vans would stop over. There were no facilities. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, Galway County Council decided they would actually uh, put in proper uh, um, designated parking spots with connection for electricity and, and uh, places to uh, get water and, and all the other facilities. And are there shower facilities there? Uh, the showers are there already, which yeah. were, but but as I say, most camper vans have got their own showers yes, and their yeah, own bathrooms yeah, and yeah. their well, own toilets. Both users, of course, yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. but... Um, 
I was up there the other day just uh, uh, in Port Tumna and I popped down to have a look and there were four boats in the harbour and there were 15 camper vans parked there. Really? And from now through till September, you have to get into Port Tumna Forest Park early in the day if you want to get a spot because the 20 places for which people pay 10 euros a night are taken up constantly. So that's 10 lots of people in Port Tumna. It's... 200 euros coming into the council in the parking fee but majority of those people are going up into Port Tumner and they're spending money in Port Tumner and that's that's great for the local economy yes um there isn't anything around here. I was just showing you. Um, well, of course, Tom Butcher would have his own. There are campsites. Park, that's no, not in the village. You know? That's not that's, in the village. Yeah. And one of the great advantages of, of the motorhome is that you can go somewhere. You can go out. You can have a meal. You can have a bottle of wine. You don't need to worry about the drink and driving and yeah. all of that. If the campsite that you're staying is a little bit outside uh, of the uh, uh, community or the village or the town, then the problem is that you don't have that facility. You're unlikely to drive your camper van into the into the town if it's a couple of kilometres or more out. Um, and you are not likely then to go in and spend money in that town. So, I mean, it's a different type of thing. We often visit campsites because we like the facilities of the campsites and we will stay on campsites. Yes. But at other times, you want to actually go and visit a town or a village, look at the architecture, have a meal in there and so on. And we don't want to be driving anywhere after that. So having a facility for a few vans to be able to stop over um, is is good for the community and right in the middle of the the, the village for the uh, veil of the coffee shops and the restaurants and exactly the bars yeah and yeah the supermarkets and i was just showing for most uh, yeah and uh, and, yeah. and um i mean there are issues about you know you're in a foreign country you're in a place how do you find out where to go well there are various apps that you can get on your computer or on your telephone on your phone or your your tablet or whatever it is i've got one that's called park for night and i can look at places to stop over and it's interesting that uh, when you look at the map for this part of of the of ireland yeah. uh there are four maybe five places shown in the entire county that are designated camper van parking spots port tumner being one of them um and and botcher's been another one yeah. um when you look at a similar area in spain for example and i was just showing you this earlier on yes. um uh there's probably 40 to 50 places in the same type of area and all of those um, when we were travelling around in, in, in uh, January and February, all of those have got loads of camper vans. People attracted to the area because they can stop, they go walking, they go cycling, they buy things in the in the local shops and so on. So it's great to uh, encourage people and bring people into an area. So we do need to see a lot more of those. I think we, we're yeah. beginning to. I mean, one place is notable... Uh, um, is Dungarvan over there in the southeast? Uh, 
Dungarvan had for a number of years three designated spots uh, for camper vans and because of certain works in the area they were going to get rid of those three designated spots and there was a lot of toing and froing between the camper van fraternity and the local council and the local council eventually identified uh, an area in the car park uh, near the city near the town centre where they found nine spots for camper vans and those nine spots are almost totally full for the entire season so the people you know i nikki and myself have been there a couple of times the people who are there they're coming to dungarvan and they're spending money in dungarvan because there's somewhere to actually park in their camper vans they're not, yeah they're not going to yeah. places like cove for example that used to have a place a designated area and then got rid of it they're not going to Galway where you used to be able to stop along the docks uh, and you're not no longer allowed to do that they're going to Dungarvan and they're taking their spending power to Dungarvan instead of the places where they're not allowed to stop so should these be that you put the onus on the county council to build those um, yes I think uh, yeah communities yes uh, um, it could be the community it could be the local council but you know I mean I find it uh, a little bit sad that uh, rather than trying to encourage it over the last year, I've seen notice boards going up, for example, uh, near the harbour in Mount Shannon saying overnight camper vans are not allowed. So it's going in the opposite direction to the direction that would be working. I know that parking can be a premium at certain times, but I would have thought there is a public toilet block in the harbour at Mount Shannon, and I think there's plenty of space to have three or four designated parking spots. People do turn up in their camper vans and they do stay there, but they are in danger of getting a fine because they're breaking the bylaws. Uh, and... It's not a welcoming thing for uh, a village to be putting out a sign saying, sorry, we don't want you here and we will fine you if you turn up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there should be a welcome. There should be a welcome. I mean, uh, uh, it's interesting you're driving around in France now on the motorways and you will see there are ATAP uh, village uh, villages and they have signs up saying motorhomes welcome here because they are vying with each other to attract people and they have the signs up saying if you have a camper van or a motorhome you're welcome here we have space for you and because there's so many of them if one village doesn't have it you know you only have to go a few kilometers down the road and you'll find the next village which and one of them will have a parking spot for you and if not, there will always be a campsite close by that, if necessary, you can pull in and you can pay and visit the campsite, but um, or you can do both. So when we travel around, we mix and match. We go to campsites because they have facilities that you don't get in sure, these free yeah. airs, as they call them. Uh, but we do like to go to places that are a bit off the beaten track as well. And I'm told, as an investment, a camper van is holding its value quite well. Yes, in fact, some of them are actually increasing in value, something you can't say for your car or any other <laughs> uh, thing. Not, so yeah. so it's a uh, yeah, good investment. Uh, so uh, And it just gives you so much freedom. Yeah, you know, you're whetting my appetite. And if I could only convince uh, my uh, <laughs> home boss to... <laughs> well, she who must be obeyed, she, as yeah, they say, yes. yes, uh, yes. Uh, but uh, maybe I'll... Uh, uh, 
well, we'll take yourself and Doreen out on, on for a trip and uh, not to stay overnight, but we'll give you a meal on board and show you all the facilities and how wonderful they are because these days they are so high spec that uh, um, the van we have got at the moment when we got it, uh, it had a satellite dish for television channels on it. Uh, we've, we don't watch television on board, as I said earlier, so we've taken that off. But we had more television channels in our camper van than we were getting on our satellite <laughs> dish in the house at the time. So uh, that's how sophisticated they are. Ah, yeah, yeah. Joe, uh, you're whetting my appetite. I'm going to have a go at it sometime, you know, <laughs> if I can convince yeah, Dorian. Well, we'll see. We'll work on it together. And just as an aside, I remember last year during the Diamond Festival here in Scarif, yeah. uh, a couple came down from Balna and Mayo in their camper van and stayed for three or four nights. Yep. Yeah. And uh, uh, years Just ago, potential for yeah, exactly, lots of events, yeah, yeah, indeed. And we used, to, even though we lived uh, not f- before we lived in Manchana, we lived up in Flagmount, and we would go to the Fecal Festival. We would bring our camper van and park it in Fecal because we love playing trad music, and we might be three or four o'clock in the morning and a couple of pints of Guinness uh, drunk uh, by the time the evening had ended. We could just go down, park up in the camp, uh, uh, go to bed in our camper van, and uh, uh, we weren't driving home with it with uh, alcohol taken, and uh, we could fully avail and enjoy. And I suppose the days of cheap hotel accommodation are long gone. Well, that's another thing. I mean, you know, a few years ago we went to to Belfast, and uh, um, you know. Uh, rather than spending several hundred uh, pounds staying in a hotel, we could stay in a camper van fairly close to uh, uh, Stormont as it was. And uh, we also have bikes, cycle on the cycleway, going back to a previous topic I was yes. talking about, from the campsite directly into the heart of Belfast and uh, enjoy the, the facilities. Yeah. Are there any good websites now if somebody wants to find out more information about uh uh, and yes, there are. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 uh, um, a couple of good ones in the UK: Motorhome Fun and Motorhome Facts. Uh, so they're two, and there's an Irish one called Motorhome Crack. Motorhome Crack. C R A I C. Ah, it has to be. Yeah. <laughs>